Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is a place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast. I have Dr. Melanie. How are you doing, Dr. Melanie? Good. Oh, my gosh. She just put her hands up in the air. She did the whoop whoop. Nicely done. Uh, welcome back, guys. We are doing an awesome episode on four, not three, four reasons uh, recovery improves your training. Now, recovery, are we talking about like, what type of recovery are we talking about? Sleeping? Nutrition? All of it. Okay. So recovery just means you're repairing and you're not damaging tissue because that's what exercise is. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you're out there like me training seven days a week and like just oh PRing goodness. every day oh my gosh. and just, you know, every <laughs> <laughs> running 20,000 miles uh, a week, then you just you have to treat your body right and you have to let it recover. Yeah. So when we look at recovery, think about your car and uh, you do a, a big uh, car ride or drive for 10 to 20 hours. That's a lot of work that car has to do. After a certain amount of time, your car needs a tune-up because uh, liquids are low, tires haven't been uh, rotated or balanced. Basically, it's just a lot of wear and tear. And that's what training is to your body. It's just wear and tear. Your body does not know that it's purposeful stress. It just knows that your shins are tired from running. Your delts are really tired from uh, a really good shoulder session and your back's tired from squatting and deadlifting five days a week. Now, all it knows is it just needs to rest and recover. And so we say recover instead of rest because most people assume rest is like, I just sleep. Yeah, like I just sleep and (laughs) it just fixes everything. Not the case. So this is what we're talking about now. Like, why is this so important? All right. Number one, it reduces pain reduces pain. If your body is taking stress, if that stress is more than recovery, it's just equation, Mm -hmm. turns into pain. If the stress is equal to recovery, we have progress, right? Yeah. That's exactly it. Now, if you have more recovery than actual pain, um, I don't know about that, but that's usually, you're just probably not training enough. Right. Uh, You don't have to have pain. Hold on. I just want to clarify. You guys are all excited right now. I saw you in your chair, like pumping your fist. No. I, you don't need pain to know that you're working out uh, very, very well. Uh, just know that soreness and discomfort is a normal reaction to training. Okay. Uh, number two, Melanie, what do you got? Um, it restores uh, like your muscles. It restores mm-hmm. uh, your soft tissue. So any anything, your muscle, your tendon, your ligaments, all those fancy words, mm-hmm. uh, recovery and, and uh, resting or recovery um, helps – let them heal after you just put them through stress, just like you were saying. Yeah. So just and let, let's talk about a couple of different recovery strategies, because I think people uh, might think that sleeping is the only thing uh, we talk about sleep for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, nutrition, nutrition. Uh-huh. hydration, mm-hmm. uh, stretching, foam rolling, cool down. And I don't want to get into the semantics of like which one's the best for you. Just know that it's kind of like a. Do a little bit of what works best for you. You just have to try them. So knowing that, that's recovery. 
So if you were doing a cool down or foam rolling or stretching or eating properly, a lot of those things are going to alleviate your uh, kind of muscle and tendon soreness by increasing blood flow to that area, kind of restoring that normal healing, um, and then also improving your flexibility and removing all that uh, that junk. That's a medical term right there. <laughs> junk. Uh, just uh, byproducts is is what we usually say. So byproducts of training. So all the lactic acid and everything that you do. So uh, that's number two. Uh, number three. Ooh, I love this conversation with a lot of people. It improves flexibility. Now, flexibility is a thing. Like they might think about like touching the ground. For some of you guys, uh, you can palm the ground or you can barely touch the ground. If you're standing up and you bend forward, you can touch the ground. Uh, now, flexibility is good for numerous things. Uh, for some people, it reduces injury. Other allows them to, you know, have longer strides or run more efficiently, whatever it may be. Just know that if you're recovering, especially at the end of your training session with a good cool down and you stretch afterwards, uh, that that's going to increase your likelihood of improving your flexibility. Mm -hmm. So if you were to do something like uh, yoga and that's your main training, good for you. Awesome. Now, recovery would be a good stretching session, but you have to understand you're using yoga to stretch or, or create a better uh uh, strength and balance in your body. But if you want to improve your stretching overall, you're going to do it when you're really warm. So the reason why you would recover is so that you can maximize your flexibility. So don't feel like you have to stretch before and that you're doing your job uh, to increase your flexibility. Just know that recovery or the cool down afterwards is probably where you're going to get the most benefit. Number four. I love this. What is it, Dr. Melanie? Um, if you let your body recover throughout your training sessions, mm -hmm. you are ultimately preventing injury. What? Yup. What? Believe you it mean, or not. You mean that if I am an active participant <laughs> in my training, I can reduce the risk of getting injury? Yep. Wow. Mind blown. <laughs> mind blown. I know you guys are all laughing at me. Uh, if you've ever been on my table in front of me, I am obsessed with reducing uh, future injuries. Most people come to see me because, or anybody here at Sports Performance, uh, they come to see us because they have some form of discomfort. Would you agree? Yeah. Otherwise, sure. you wouldn't seek it out. Right. Most people don't. So I wouldn't even say pain. A lot of people come in for discomfort because we all have a little bit of tightness and aches, but when it becomes uncomfortable, that's when people come to see us. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's great. We'll, we'll conquer that discomfort. That's not a hard thing to do here at Sports Performance. And if you've ever been on the table, uh, you know that you it takes a, a couple sessions and, and we'll get you sorted out on the right path. But our obsession afterwards is awesome. I don't want this to happen again. I don't want you to be in pain and misery. Uh, if you've had a herniated disc, sciatica, shin splints, hip pain, um, elbow pain, neck pain. It doesn't matter. You know what that feels like and you do not wish that on anybody and nor do we. And for that reason, our goal and mission is one, to get you out of that discomfort, but two, I don't want to see you with that discomfort again and so it prevents injury. So when we see people and, and after they're out of pain, our thing is you have to improve your recovery to prevent your future injury. And I know that sounds really basic, but the thing is, so are a lot of things, and you don't do them. 
You don't drink your 64 to 128 ounces a day. You know it's really important, but you're not doing it. And I'm telling you right now, if you want to reduce your risk of injury, uh, you have to be implementing uh, good recovery strategies, not just sleeping more, but understanding that you should be cooling down, uh, doing stretching. If you're a foam roller, do a foam roller. Uh, if you uh, are not eating right, you need to be. And if you're not sleeping seven to nine hours like I am. Surprisingly. Surprisingly. Uh, it can help you dramatically. Just so you guys know a little tidbit about myself. Um, about six months ago, I made a change in my life. And uh, that was to increase my recovery in my sleeping. And uh, I was at four to six Mm-hmm. hours a night, sometimes two, sometimes all-nighters. I just love it. Uh, that's where I get my brain power. Uh, mm-hmm. But oh, no, no. I went to, I now get seven to nine hours of sleep per night. Um, so that's been huge for me and my mental recovery has been just tremendous. Um, I'm more productive and more ideas uh, coming here at Sports Performance because of it. Not everybody's <laughs> excited about them, but uh, just, you know, I, I do implement these things on my own personal life. Uh, what about you, Dr. Melanie? Uh, what's a Recovery strategy that is helping you the most or has helped you in the most? Um, So I'm actually going to steal one from a teammate here that Mm -hmm. um, we were talking last night, and I'm going to actually steal it from her. I haven't implemented it yet, but I love the idea. Can we Um, we let the 30,000 listeners uh, out here listening to our podcast know? Yeah. Okay. She um, is taking an hour every evening to turning off her cell phone and just completely taking an hour to like stretch and kind of like self-reflect. Whoa. Right? Isn't that a beautiful idea? That's really good for numerous reasons because yes. you one, you take away the blue light. Uh and I've noticed that especially when you're like falling asleep and you're on that phone or doing something, you see something that excites you and it's hard to come down from that. Yep. So you're reducing the risk of that, reducing the uh the blue light, and you're getting recovery. So you're doing recovery. Like physically, mentally, emotionally, oh. everything. It just kind of encompasses. And how hard is it? And you don't even have to do an hour. Like how hard is it to take 10 to 20 minutes mm. minimum to just like completely detach yourself from social media, sit down and reflect and stretch at the same time? Basically, you're telling me to drink more water is what you just told me. I mean, like I knew it, right. but you're but- like, <laughs> now I'm actually going to do it. Yes. Okay. I like that a lot. All right. So for you guys listeners as well, uh, just make sure that you're doing your own recovery in some form or fashion. It does not need to be stretching. It doesn't have to be foam rolling. It just needs to be what you do best with. And doing nothing is not recovery. Correct. So don't just think that uh, you walked after your uh, jog and that was an active cool down. You actively have to be participating in some form of recovery. So uh, with that... Uh, We will see you on the next episode with more sleep, better nutrition, stretching more, foam rolling 30 minutes a day. I'm kidding. uh, (laughs) And cooling down. So we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening, you guys, uh, from the Sports Performance family. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you enjoy our content, help us help others by giving us a five-star review. This gives us an opportunity to provide people just like you with great information to stay healthy. If you have any questions, email us at teamsp.com at sportsperformancept.com. If you want more, head over to our website and sign up for our VIP email list to stay in touch with the latest and greatest. And while you're there, download one of our free reports on back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, or running efficiency. It doesn't matter if you're new to exercise, an experienced personal trainer or coach, healthcare professional or professional athlete. This information is literally for anyone interested in fitness and health. We're excited to keep you healthy and active. We'll see you on our next episode.